What are you doing? Stacking sets. Hi y'all, welcome to Windshield Time. It is Day and Airy. Thank you for tuning again. This is officially season three. <laughs> Episode number So the topic that's going to come up is about micro strategy. This is the biggest news that's happened in a Baby while. Strategies? And that could be a joke, yes. And I saw that a few times on Twitter, oh, really? but they mm -hmm. are, um, they made a $250 million purchase as a NASDAQ publicly traded company. $250 million purchase of Bitcoin, and it was announced this week. Yeah, yeah this so week. To the moon. To the moon. It, oh, it's Wednesday again, August 12th. But uh, yeah, this is. Uh, uh, one week after we taped the 100th uh, show that we did, that was a massive birth of a show. Hour and 23 minutes, so 83 minutes worth of uh, all kinds of drop-in content from uh, luminary guests all Inkling over the place. Piano, Paulina Marinova, Charles Hoskinson, we had Alex Mashinsky, we had Neil Berquist, we had Tatiana Moroz, who else we have? There's See, so many people. Um, oh yeah, Liz Pierce. We had Crypto um, Bly. Crypto Bly. Yes, and then Oh God, a girl. Christy Lee Minahan. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then now, if you forget anybody, um, oh, now you now oh, they're, they're gonna feel bad, and you're oh, gonna feel bad. Oh. So like Laura Malcolm was oh, also Laura another Malcolm, one. So yeah. I think that might cover everybody. Hopefully, uh, Mark oh. Mueller Eberstein. Oh yeah, Mark Mueller Eberstein. Yeah, Jesse Proudman. Jesse Proudman. Yeah. Oh yeah, they sent in. Oh Michael uh, Schussler. They sent in their uh, clips, yeah, which I edited into the show. Um, oh, masterful editing, Michael. if I do say so myself. What? I uh, posted and I forgot to mention Michael. <laughs> I want to go back and fix that. Yeah, there was a ton of guests. It was just a ton of awesome. guests. Awesome. It, it was like uh, a party. It was like a virtual <laughs> party, and we didn't know who was going to show up when. And boom, people would show up. And uh, of course, it was a little bit of awkward because it was a Zoom meeting and. You're like, oh, someone just showed up. You Who's can't talk person? over each other. It's like a conference call. Yeah, yeah, all those issues. But it was really fun. COVID-19 pandemic show number 21. Not going to put it in the title anymore, but it's a uh, signal as far as how long we've been in the pandemic, a victim of the pandemic here in the U.S. Um, and so something that I do want to keep track of to keep us, um, you know, Keep us tracking it, not not make it so, so much like a Groundhog Day kind of situation. Dude, we're gonna be up to like seventies. That's that's how long this pandemic thing is gonna go on. I'm a luggage donkey. 
on Twitter if you want to come and follow me and find me or harass me. And I'm Ari in Seattle. <laughs> and this is a not only a YouTube show, but it's also a podcast. I rip the audio from the YouTube show and then uh, maybe edit it, soften it up just a little bit for the pure audio version of the podcast. And so if you're just listening, you can find us on YouTube and um, you know witness how awkward it is as we record this podcast. But we're on 12 different audio listening platforms for your pleasure. So the original intent of this podcast was to be an on-ramp for working folks. People are too busy to get into the whole minutiae and crazy technical details of the world of money, mm -hmm. technology, mm -hmm. Bitcoin, and financial so stuff. We need to stay on track with that more, I okay. think. Focus. Um, try, try to. Um, we'll probably make a lot of mistakes on that, but it's just too easy. Once you dive down the rabbit hole, as uh, we like to say, it's a never-ending, uh, um, you know, discovery of all kinds of stuff. But if you have any questions, definitely let us know. Like we had a couple of friends ping us, and we've had some random people ping us, and um, just even today, like our friend James, being able to, uh, you know, introduce him to people um, that are smarter than us on certain topics. You know, we're totally happy to do that. So just Absolutely. let us know how we can help. Absolutely. Um, all right. So nothing we say is uh, financial advice. Kicking that off for the season. And then uh, we did the purpose of the show. Uh, I'm going to skip the musical feature because I'm going to try to keep this uh, really short. This show really short because it was a big birth of a show. He a show number 100. Thursday, it took Friday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. It took over 30 hours of download time from my computer to YouTube in order to upload and process that 100th show. It Not was to mention the production time. I think you spent yeah. like hours it was like oh yeah yeah, me yeah. Giving the labor. editing production time remember yeah. my 36 hour labor for the lentil yes. it was like you get in labor for 36 hours yes straight yes, yes. so let's get the how are you's if you don't mind okay. we'll go ahead and jump into satoshi math try to make this really fast what's satoshi math well it'll satoshi math is what we do to try and figure out how many satoshis are in one u.s dollar so there are 100 cents that's c C-E-M-T-S um, in every $1 or 100 pennies, right? So there are 100 million Satoshis in every one Bitcoin. And I'm doing it right now because I forgot to and prepare so, for it. <laughs> if you take the price of Bitcoin, what's the price of Bitcoin at? 11000 approximately $11,600 at this very moment. So $11,600, to figure out the math on that, you take one dollar representing one U.S. dollar. You divide it by point zero 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 eleven six hundred, and you get drum roll. Approximately eight thousand six hundred and twenty sats per dirty U.S. fiat dollar. And sats is short for satoshis. And this is significant because now that we're over the ten thousand dollar mark on Bitcoin, you cannot purchase more than ten thousand sats per US dirty fiat dollar. For a long time there, when the prices of Bitcoin was under $10,000, you could get 10,000 sats and more per dirty sats, fiat dollar, but it's not like that sats, anymore. No. Yes. So I, I think you described it as like, um, Satoshis are like a pie, a piece of a pie or something like that? No, I don't think so. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. Maybe I'm hungry. Thank you to the, the uh, let's move on. Thank you to the WTIA for the continued sponsorship, the Washington Technology Industry Association. 
I'll just wait for you to. <laughs> Sorry, I breathed into. Washington Technology Industry Association, representing over 1,100 technology companies in the Pacific Northwest, creating one collective voice for the tech industry as we relate to innovators, investors, and policymakers. Thank you, WTIA. Yeah, thank you, WTIA. I really liked uh, Michael Schutzler's uh, few seconds that he did. Yeah, on the uh, on the show there. So, uh, all right, MicroStrategy. They are a publicly traded company on the Nasdaq. This company's been around a long time. I'm talking multiple decades. They bought the equivalent of 21,454 Bitcoin for an average price of $11,652. Wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like it's that's amazing. A, that's a big position. Two hundred and fifty million dollar position in Bitcoin. Well, how much is that? So they have like a lot of money, and so this is like all of their money in Bitcoin, they're or like worth, a portion. They're worth over a billion dollars. So the stock price took a nice jump uh, mm -hmm. this week when they made the announcement. Again, they're publicly traded, so uh, none of this stuff happened, you know, behind secret closed doors until the big announcement was made. This was ha this was going on behind the scenes. Well, the the press release uh, explains pretty much uh, all of it, and it's really nice. It's a really really nice write up, and apparently they were deliberating over this for months, and uh, because we had the OCC announcement, the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency of the United States of America saying like banks are allowed to hold custody it custody hold Bitcoin. it hold it yeah hold it for people just like they hold money us dollars for people in savings accounts and checking accounts uh they will hold it for you hold crypto and bitcoin for you at a bank now and so why is that really important or why is that so significant to the crypto industry i think it is massively important because now companies and they are the first to do this. This is a massive step forward. Now companies don't have to worry about the technical details about doing secure custody of their private keys. Now they can custody it with a bank, just like they would custody their cash reserves and not have to worry about all the technical details. So whoever the bank is that is custodying it or preferably if it was a Bitcoin only security company that was custodying it for them mm. then none of the officers have to worry about the security risks mm. um, they just basically it's like it, uh, it's kind of going back to the old thing of bank accounts but the thing is when you have a, a, a company that has a thousands of people in it and they have about three thousand people in their company you're, you're not going to be you know giving your private keys and um or, or your you know, mm. seed phrases to multiple people in the company and having them be responsible for millions of dollars. So you're dropping a lot of um, non-standard language here. <laughs> so what you're saying is the OCC announcement saying banks can hold crypto and Bitcoin made it legal and okay, like recognized, um, legitimatized the Bitcoin and crypto space even more. And so big companies like even big publicly traded ones like MicroStrategy now feel comfortable moving forward in having some of their funds held in Bitcoin because now it's okay, banks are allowed to hold it. 
Um, and then the other reason you're saying that this is important is because typically it's a little bit more complicated to get into Bitcoin. You have to figure out how to hold it. You have to figure out the special wallet address, which has like a zillion letters and numbers in it. And you have to have this like special passcode, which is come, can come in lots of different forms. And it's, it's a little bit overwhelming. And so this OCC announcement makes it simpler because normal humans can now get into Bitcoin and crypto without all that that crazy stuff. Well, normal humans who normal humans definitely individuals, mm -hmm. consumers, etc. But then in this case, it's companies mm -hmm. which have people in them mm -hmm. who can rely on other financial institutions to do the heavy lifting. The corporate oh. phrase: do the heavy lifting to be able to hold Bitcoin in the company's treasury. It's very important. It's very important. Yeah, because the governance within a company can be really, really, really tricky <laughs> <laughs> for yes. some of those us yes. that know. Yes. Um, so being able to rely on a third party to manage all the Bitcoin crypto complexity that can happen makes it a lot simpler for our companies to engage. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's it. So cover Pretty the swag. Cool. Covered the main topic. I had cool swag too. Um, I don't know if you can again, see it. Yeah. It's the Korean American Coalition. <laughs> Um, so I do want to go over a couple last moments here. So there is an awesome new Twitter handle that popped up to commemorate commemorate this uh, event, and the handle is twenty one thousand BTC. And uh, they're just now starting out, but they Ooh. document this whole purchase of two hundred fifty million them. Bitcoin, and basically this is going to be an easy way to track how far up or how far down this $250 million, uh, you know, alternative investment holding is going to be treating MicroStrategy from this point on. So at 21,000 um, BTC. Yes. Uh, commend, uh, his name is Bradshaw and he's the one who uh, came up with it. And so I'm I was already following him, but his Ooh. Twitter handle is K Ryan Bradshaw. And uh, it should be showing up right around Ooh, here. Oh, I'm following. Yes. Follow. At All right. Ryan Bradshaw. I did make Follow. a couple of comments. Uh, make one comment on LinkedIn about how I thought every internet infrastructure company who has been doing work on the internet in the guts and pieces of the internet for the last however many years, I think they should be following a similar strategy with their cash reserves. Uh, willing to take, you know, 1%. Two percent, some position, ten percent. I don't know what percentage this be. is of their cash. I think it's pretty large, uh, but uh, you know, Fujishiri I think responsibility. it's. I think it's a mm -hmm. responsible because. Oh, I forgot to read off what's in the uh, press Whether release. Whether you're a family or a human or a company, fiduciary responsibility. Yes. Diversify. Um, so this, uh, so the CEO apparently is a you know was a closet maybe Bitcoiner. <laughs> I don't really? know. Oh no! I'm just I'm just kind of I'm okay. just kind of saying because uh, I mean all of us never heard of this company. There are thousands of companies out there, but we never heard of this company. But now they're all over the Bitcoiner world, and it was so eloquently written. Uh, so many of the aspects of Bitcoin hmm. that are really that that just just oh. really nailed it. And so we can take turns going across the uh, sheet here, reading it off if you want. First one is hedge against inflation. Global acceptance. Brand recognition. Ecosystem vitality. Network dominance. Architectural resilience. Mechanical utility. No, technical utility. Yeah, technical utility. That was a typo. 
community ethos of Bitcoin to be persuasive evidence of its superiority as an asset class. Yeah. Pomp also wrote up a uh, his daily investor email or newsletter uh, based on you know what happened with MicroStrategy. Highly recommend. I think that's a free newsletter. So yeah, highly recommend going and reading that. Pomp is Anthony Pompliano. For those that don't know his nickname, <laughs> Anthony you. Pompliano. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's also all over uh, LinkedIn. He's been in you know Twitter for a long time, but he's all over he's LinkedIn. He's awesome. Now. Good guy. Really, really good guy. And yeah. his, his wife now, Polina Marina, even more beautiful. You have to follow the profile. And that is it, I believe. Oh, um, so the other point that I made in, a, in one single tweet, I got kind of verbose in LinkedIn, but in a single tweet, what I was saying was that this event is kind of like back in the day when Mark Andreessen, mm. who was a part of Netscape, one of the kind of uh, pillar companies of the internet in the late 90s. So, also the founder of Andreessen Horowitz, A16Z, very, very big, famous VC firm. You pronounce it one six one A one six Z? I'm just pronouncing their you know yeah. A16Z.com. I call it A16Z. I'm just spelling out the uh <laughs> Alright. Um so what I what I said in the tweet was that this is the equivalent of basically Mark Andreessen uh, at Netscape um, having the company when they uh, came up with Netscape taking a portion of the money in Netscape and buying the TCP IP protocol, which runs the internet basically. And uh, the thing is, back then, it was impossible to buy a portion of TCP IP, the protocol that runs the internet. But this time around, in this internet of value, you can buy a portion of the network by purchasing Bitcoin. Which is and pretty incredible. It's, it's incredible. It really is. Yeah. That's a lot of technical speak. <laughs> but you can buy... Happy to explain if anybody wants to reach out. Go ahead. A piece of history. You can buy a piece of history. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way of putting it. Amen. That's all we got. Thank you for joining us. I think this was a super fast show. I hope it turns into a super fast show. No more editing. Edit. He needs a break. And uh, be nice, y'all. Yeah, be nice, y'all. <laughs> Together we rise. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you for spending your time with us. And we really, really appreciate you being on this journey with us. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Windshield Time, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a non-technical, fun, informative way to learn about money, Bitcoin, blockchains, crypto, and digital assets for busy parents and working folks who are curious about these new technologies. Day, Ari, and their guests talk about these evolutionary systems of money and what they do, y'all. Because what part of your life does money not touch? This podcast is not financial advice, and your reactions are your total and complete responsibility, y'all. Now, thanks again, and enjoy the show. All right, we're hot. Drop it like it's hot. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Get your uh, broadcast voice ready. Yeah. Hey, honey. How you hey, doing? How you doing? How you, you doing? doing? How you doing? How, how you, you doing? How you doing? No, it's like Joey. How you, how you doing? doing? How you doing? No, how you doing? <laughs> All right. You ready for this? I'm half asleep. <laughs>
I'm stuck in Korean drama land. <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta speak up. Alright. I can't, I can't fix your audio forever. I can't fix your audio forever. All right. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> but it's a signification. But it's a COVID-19 pandemic show. WTIA sponsorship. You gotta like do the spiel. No. Alright. Let's see what we're up to. It's just 20 minutes. Uh, uh, 20 minutes.